Yo, what up, what up? Episode 147, Stash House Podcast. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Want to say a happy early Thanksgiving to everybody, man. Make sure y'all stay safe. Topics this week, man, the untimely death of Young Dolph. Also, college football rivalry week. And I'm giving y'all an update on some shows, man, some season finales, Dope Sick, BMF, and much more, man. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 147 of Stash House Podcast. Let's get it. Now, the first thing we got to talk about is you turning down a $22 million record deal. Is that, just tell us about that. A lot of people, they ain't going to get it. They ain't going to see what I see. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, look what I'm at right now. Look what I've done so far. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I just got a, another vision for it. You know what I mean? And it's right. like strictly 100% ownership. Like, shit, I feel like, man, I can just make that 200 mil, man, in a, a, a four, five years by my damn stuff. You know what I mean? And still own 100% of my shit. It's just, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of people, they can't see what I see, bro, because they ain't in my position. Right. I, I figured it out, too. I had figured it out along the way. Like, it's time to do everything, bro. Like, you came in by yourself, you're going to die by yourself. You're going to be in that casket by yourself, so you can't give a damn about what nobody thinks. You know what I mean? Like, cause it ain't going to never be a day that nobody in the world had to wake up and be you. Yo, what up, what up? Episode 147 of Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. Just an episode. We saw some topics you may want to hear about. Thank you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweets. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody had a safe week, a safe weekend. Do the same this week. Thanksgiving week, so if you're traveling, stay safe. If you're meeting up with the family, friends, going out, whatever it is you're getting into, just stay safe all around. Be aware of your surroundings. Make sure you eat good. And we'll catch y'all back here next week, man. Just stay safe. Me personally, I'll be going on vacation. I cannot wait. Mentally, I've been on vacation since Friday, but in terms of work and everything, by the time you hear this, I'll be off and everything, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, bundle up as well, man. This weather temperatures dropping a little bit, so make sure you guys bundle up in the morning time and in the evening time. Just make sure you checking outside to see how the weather looking. Also, but man, sadly, uh, I got to leave you guys on this note. Not leave you guys, but start on this note, man. Last week, rapper or well, artist, and that's one thing. Before I start this, I do got to admit. Ever since I watched that Kanye interview on Drink Champs, it is, I do look at, you know what I'm saying, headlines and everything different when they say rapper and all that. If you watch the Drink Champs interview, part one with Kanye, he discussed that, how news outlets and uh, these blog sites or whatever, whenever they say rapper, I do kind of look at it different now ever since that interview. But I'm going to say artist, Young Dolph Man, was gunned down last week in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. Sad, sad situation, man. He was at a local cookie shop just showing support. He posted it on Instagram the week before. You know what I'm Every time he in the city, he stopped by, show support, local black business, man. It goes back to what I've been saying, man, just unfortunate. Uh, of course, he was driving his car, his Lambo, very noticeable. And it was just, I don't know the ins and outs, but it just seemed like a hit, man. I mean, you got a noticeable car, you're in your neighborhood, they know who you are. And that just shows how envy and hate just runs deep, man. Like, you see somebody putting on for your city, putting on you for your neighborhood, 
making a way for his family, his friends, really the breadwinner out of his entire family and crew, you know what I'm saying? And for somebody to see that, that would trist me sometimes, man, with Dolph and Nip and any situation where uh, in terms of an artist or a businessman or something like that that gets murdered in a situation like that, it's like, damn, how can you see that person and say, let's kill them instead of, man, I would love to just pull up on them and get some advice. Like, it don't got to be no money. Just, bro, give me some game real quick. Like, I don't see how people don't see that, man. It, it wasn't no robbery attempt, no carjacking attempt. It was like a straight hit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's a drive-by situation, a shootout situation. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I don't see how people can, get, can just see successful people and think, ooh, let's rob that person, let's kill that person, instead of being inspired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand you just walk up to the office and be like, hey, bro, let me get a picture in front of your car. Something like that, bro. But killing somebody, man, that's just unfortunate, man. And my immediate thoughts, because I'm a fan of Dolph. Like, I bumped Dolph shit. I fucked with Dolph. My first thought was, damn, man, bro, got kids. And that would be the sad shit about all this. Every time, man, when somebody that, you know what I'm saying, culture-wise, hip-hop-wise, when they pass, we be like, damn, man, they kids. Like, Dolph, Nip. Mo three, you know what I'm saying, and don't even get get me started on the crew. You know what I'm saying, like that's the breadwinner, that's the CEO of the paper route. So it's like, damn man. And to be honest with y'all, man, I'm pretty. I mean, not in just terms of like artists, but in general, man, like you be, you get kind of numb to it. It's like, damn, like another one. Like we've yet to really get a break, man. It's like. If it's not a legend, it's somebody current. If it ain't somebody current, it's somebody on the up and coming, man. It'll just be sad, man, every single time, bro. Whether you're a fan of their music or not, man, it's just sad to see black men get killed like that at such a young age. And, of course, it's going to be all over the social media accounts. And it's just unfortunate, man. It's just very unfortunate. But I do want to bring some light to the situation, man, give y'all how I got put on the Dolph. It was probably about... I want to say 2011, 2012. That's when I got put on the Dolph uh, in terms of first hearing about him. And this was around the time where my community, Phoenix City, Columbus, that's when Twitter was really Twitter. I know some people say it was 2009, 2010, but for my community, I'll say that 2011 to 2013 time period, that's when we was really on Twitter like that. Like, I know people still on Twitter around here now, but 2011, 2013, that's when... It was really like on and popping for real, for real. And I remember my partners, uh, Shug and Piggy from down 165, they used to always tweet about Dolph. And I'm like, bro, like, who is Dolph? Who is Dolph? They used to always tweet about Dolph. So just how you know it was back then, uh, that's when in Phoenix City, the Club 007 was open. If you're from Phoenix City, Columbus, you might have heard about Club 007. That's when that was open. And I went one night, and uh, Piggy was there. And uh, he was. They played Dolph. They played that A plus, that Dolph record A plus. They played that, and Pig was like, "This that Dolph I always talk about." And ever since then, that's when I heard about Dolph. I ain't really start rocking with Dolph music until about High Class Street Music Four. That's when Preach, uh, George, Chop on the Couch, all that was on that mixtape. So High Class Street Music Four is when I really started locking in with Dolph. Of course, I went back listened to some old music, and ever since then. Dolph just been on a steady pace, you know what I'm saying? Paper Rock Empire, getting his artist, Key Glock. Condolences to Key Glock, condolences to Dolph family, man. They had the turkey drive in his honor. He was 
down there for a turkey drive, man. And they did it the next day in his honor, man. Of course, keep it, keep the ball rolling. That's what Dolph would have wanted, man. Continue recording music. Continue to stream Dolph music. He always preached about being independent. And that's just crazy. Man. I'm like, bro, how can you see a young black man on his grind like that and want to take him out? That's what I don't get. It don't even got to be nobody rich or famous. It could be somebody local. It could be just somebody in the streets, whether they in the streets, whether they in corporate America or whatever. How can y'all sit there and see young black men making a way for their family, making a way for their friends, showing people the way, man, and want to take them out? That's what I don't get, man. When you take somebody out, they don't come back. And now you're going to have that conscience on your, you're going to have that on your conscience. You done threw your life away because they're going to find you. They already found. That's another thing. What kind of criminals are you? They done found the car behind somebody's house in the neighborhood. Like, this was not even planned out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. Y'all taking real niggas out and then just fucking up everything, man. Just killing the vibe. That just ruined the whole mood, man. When I saw that news, I was like, bro, really, Dolph, man? You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the whole game of, oh, why y'all took Dolph out? It should have been that person. I'm not in that game, man. That's what I don't get about... When news like this come out, man, people on social media, they be investigating from their couches, man. They trying to bl- put blame on other artists and, oh, Key Glock deleted his social media. Them boys about to get active. Fam, them boys about to mourn, man. Them boys ain't about to get active. Them boys about to mourn. You know what I'm saying? Them boys just probably chilling. Hey, man, we going to Memphis, you know what I'm saying? Meet up with Dolph, Turkey Drive. And then to get that news, man, come on, man. Come on, man. This shit, this shit whack, man. This shit, this shit is really whack. You know what I'm saying? And like I said before, man, it, I don't see no ending to it. We didn't got through 2020. We struggled on the 2021. We done lost DMX. You know what I'm saying? The whole Astro World situation a couple weeks ago. Salute to Kanye and Drake. Jay Prince put it together, handled their situation, man. That's what we need more of, man. I wish we'd, I wish we'd have seen Dolphin Gotti. You know what I'm saying? Patch it up, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a it's a sad situation all around, man. A lot of people was affected by it, man. Like, Dolph was one of those artists. You know what I'm saying? He was in a lot of people's ro- rotation throughout the years. Like I said, my, my first introduction to him was 2011-2012. That was almost 10 years ago now. About 10 years ago now. So... It's sad, man. His own hometown. We done seen that numerous times throughout the years. Dobie, Bankroll Fresh, uh, Mo3. You know what I'm saying? We done seen it situations where it's like, damn, in their own hometown. You know what I'm saying? The city they putting on, the city they champion. But like I said before, man, hate and envy runs deep in some people, man. And I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't get it, man. Who knows? Maybe Dolph would have... Lent you some money or whatever, man. But do a hit like that, man, on somebody that's showing you the way independently. He said it numerous times, you I done walked away from $22 million because I feel like what the record label giving me, I could do that by myself. Like, having that confidence, bro, like, okay, I respect the labels. I respect what they can do for your career. But at the same time, my mindset, man, coming from the streets, I just feel like I can do it myself. And that's why a lot of people fuck with Dolph, man, like, I hate the word drip. I'm going to just say swag. I know swag is outdated, but a lot of people fuck with Dolph Swag, man, to what he wears, to how he put that shit on, what he preach. 
his records, man, his albums. Like, people fuck with Dolph, man, for a minute now, a hot, hot minute now. So it affected a lot of people, man. It affected me. Once again, man, another artist who I listen to, you know what I'm saying, on a weekly basis. Like I said, we're just getting numb to it, man. Like I said, though, man, continue to stream uh, stream his music, man, his family, to see his wife or his girlfriend tweet that out. Instagram, I believe. I don't know what it was, but when they all, when the mother of the people, children, whether it's Lauren London, whatever, come out and say how I'm supposed to tell our kids, that's what really be killing me, man. It's like, damn, that's what, that's what make it like us as fans. We got music to stream. We can go back and listen to old Dolph, watch videos. But for his kids, man, to grow up with they, without their daddy being there, man, that's another, that's another, man. Condolences to all Dolph people, man. That was just sad to see. You know what I'm saying? Near Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? The week before Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, man. This, this sucks. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Dolph, man. Continue to stream his music, man. Y'all took out a real one, bro. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Dolph, though, man. Yo, new week, new playlist, man. This week playlist in honor of Young Dolph. Some records, man. Some of my favorite Young Dolph records. Make sure you guys check those out, man. R.I.P. to Young Dolph. On a much, 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 much brighter note, at least for me, my Ohio State Buckeyes showed out this past weekend against, at the time, the number seven Michigan State Spartans. We defeated them 56-7. to In a way, I was kind of upset because I was like, damn, my whole Saturday. Like, I had plans for Saturday, but that noon kickoff, that shit ended in, like, within the first 30 minutes. So I was like, damn, but... Salute to my Buckeyes. Not much to talk about with that game. We did what we had to do. We did what we had to do. One of those games where I'm like, damn, I'm surprised to see Ohio State play like this. I saw, you know what I'm saying, Twitter and everybody else get hyped. Oh, Ohio State this, Ohio State that. Y'all, please leave us alone. Do not bother us. <laughs> do not discuss Ohio State until it's time to discuss Ohio State, whenever that will be. But please just leave us alone. I do not like the attention at all. I'm one of those type of fans. But this upcoming weekend, we played the team up north. Rivalry week, man. A lot can happen. A lot is still left to happen in the world of college football with rivalry week and championship week coming up. Hope we just handle our business. It is an away game, so that energy will be there. But I feel like my boys can pull it off. We've been tightening up every loose screw there is within these past few weeks since I lost to Oregon in week two. Our defense this past weekend is really the highlight. I know C.J. Stroud did what he had to do, our wide receivers, running backs, but, man, that defensive performance that we showed this past weekend has me very, very confident in this upcoming weekend. Speaking of C.J. Stroud, uh, he was 32 for 35, man. Six touchdowns, 432 yards, receivers and running backs did their job. But, we got to finish the job, man. I understand we've been on the road these past few weeks, but like I said, we got rivalry week this week, possibly a, a Big Ten championship game. We got to finish it off because Oregon lost um, 
38 to 7 this past weekend. And Oregon has the one-on-one matchup against us. So we need to win because if we lose, then our playoff chances have strictly, well, vastly, however you want to say it, goes down. So hoping we can finish the job this weekend away against the team of North. I do have a bet on the game. It's not no money bet. It's not beer or nothing like that. <laughs> it's a very personal bet I do have on this game this upcoming weekend. So I'm very I'm looking forward to it a lot. But uh <laughs> but uh, we shall see. Of course we got the Iron Bowl, Auburn versus Alabama. Of course, I know all my people from down here, they're gonna be tuned into that. So rivalry week, man. Like I said, a lot to left. A lot is left on the table in college football. Now, in world of television, man, I've been locked into a couple shows that had season finales last week. First off, man, Dope Sick. Dope Sick exclusively on Hulu. I've been talking about Dope Sick a lot within the past couple weeks to, you know, different people having different conversations, what shows you watch and whatever, whatever. Dope Sick has been mine. Eight episodes. The season one, season one is finished with eight episodes. I'm not sure if it's going to be a season two or not because it's based on true events and technically that time period, it did end early in 2006. So I'm not sure if it's going to be a season two or not. It's about the opioid crisis, opioid crisis, mainly Oxycontin. And I was interested in this show because I never really knew about the Oxycontin epidemic. You know what I'm saying? I heard about crack, of course. I, I did my research. Uh, I watched different documentaries about weed, uh, cocaine. Y'all know I love narcos, stuff like that. So I I kind of knew about those uh, those stories, but I never really knew about the Oxycontin craze. I think the, the closest I probably got to, like, pills and all that is, like, watching old Eminem clips or something like that. Like, that's not my thing. And technically, this show really does show it as the white people drug. I mean, like how crack did the black community. They show how Oxycontin did the white community. So I was interested in this. Like I said, it's from 1996 to 2006. So if you're one of those people that don't like the timeline and shows, cause it does bounce around. Like one scene could be from 96. The next scene can be from like 2001. Next scene, 2005, like it bounces around. So if you're one of those people that, don't like to follow along with stuff like that. I mean, they do it in a way where you can keep up, but I do understand how, how that can confuse people. But within those 10 years, they show, I want to say about five different storylines from Purdue Farmer, who was the cause of everything, Dr. Sackler, Purdue Farmer, Purdue Farmer, uh, a Purdue Farmer employee who is, I don't want to call him an agent, but he goes to different doctors like they employees go around to different doctors around the country to say, hey, there's this new drug called Oxycontin. The whole thing was it's less addictive than other drugs. Like they had uh, merchandise, accessories like they was blasting Oxycontin around like the COVID-19 vaccine. And within this time period that we in now with the FDA and everything, this show has perfect timing like with the FDA approvals and all that. It's a great, great show. So it's a Purdue farmer, Sackler, his storyline, a Purdue farmer worker. This guy goes into Virginia to like a small 
mining, I think they call it like a mining community, one of those. Not kind of like Pittsburgh, like a smaller Pittsburgh, I think they was trying to go for. He hooks up with the doctor, tell him, yeah, this the new drug, Oxycontin. So you get the doctor storyline. Then the doctor prescribes it to different clients in the uh, town. I think at one point in the show, he said he's looked at the, he looked after over 200 uh, clients or patients. So they also look at a storyline for one of the girls who's a client of the doctors. And they do two more storylines with the FBI agent and two guys from, I think they also FBI within the later years. So it's about five or six storylines, but it all comes back to Oxycontin, basically. You know what I'm saying? So within the 10-year time span, I enjoyed it a lot, man, just seeing how a drug that I didn't know much about. Like, I went to the dentist, got root canals, and they prescribed it They prescribed it to me. Mama always say, Tyler, don't take more than they say. And I was like, okay, of course, because I ain't no pill. I never, you know what I'm saying, if you need help, go get the help. But that just never was my thing, you know what I'm saying. But uh, just seeing how Purdue Farmer went from, yeah, we only start with 10, 10 milligrams, then we're going to 20, then we're going to 40, we're going to 80, then we're going to 120. And from that, seeing how the patients react to it, to the transition of taking pills to snorting the pills, from snorting the pills to moving to harder drugs like heroin and everything, it's a great, great season one, man. I've been hooked on it since it came out. It was a weekly show on Hulu, but like I said, the first season is now finished, so if you need something to binge watch, I definitely suggest Dope Sick, man. And like I said, the times we in with the vaccine and FDA approval, it goes great with the time that we in also. So definitely check that out. It's only on Hulu, though. It's called Dope Sick. Also, another show that finished BMF on Stars, the story of the Black Mafia family, Big Meech, his brother Terry. Not much to really say about the season finale, man, in my opinion. I mean, I kind of figured Kato was going to die. I figured Lamar was going to die. It wasn't no dramatic. I know the whole thing of Kato dying. She was telling the dude, uh, yeah, I love you. He was like, I love you too, boo. He killed the... I kind of figured it's going to go that direction, so... Like I said, with the BMF story, if you do your research, you know how it ends. This is really more of the upcoming, what happened in between. Y'all know I'm waiting on the Atlanta season, but it was a great season one. They setting up for season two. Terry saying he wants out the game. He wants to invest in a <laughs> funny enough, the dad, man. That's been the main meme. If you have seen any memes from BMF, it's probably been about the dad. The dad tried to get Terry to invest in a car service. I think Terry is contemplating that situation, but we know how the story ends. So I'm interested to see how that relationship goes with him and his dad. If they go in partnership or something with the car service, of course, Bit Meach is going to continue to be Bit Meach. He just really planning, planning his seeds in Detroit still. So like I said, I'm not rushing the Atlanta move. Of course, that's what I'm waiting on, but they are setting up for season two. You know what I'm saying? It's a great first season. Um, the villain was taken out in season finale. You know what I'm saying? Lamar and Kato. Took a while for them to catch on to Kato, in my opinion. I feel like they could have been off her, but old dude was just pussy whipped, basically. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be honest, he was pussy whipped. So. And then at the end of the season, he's also in a predicament. I, I can't remember remember his name, but I think he could either help the police take down Meech or he's going to get caught 
with the bodies that he's got with his gun or with the gun that was found in his car. So we still interested to see how that's going to go for season two of BMF. But season one, I wasn't mad at it. It was some great television. And I like what stars doing all around, like when Raising Canaan ended. Uh, BMF started, BMF ended, now Power Book 2 has started back. They already dropped the trailer for the Tommy series. I think he's going to be in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. So, once again, shout out to Stars and bitch shout out to 50 Cent. He's doing his thing over there at Stars. And speaking of Book 2, the season premiere, season 2 premiered yesterday as well. I watched that after I watched the BMF season finale. One thing I automatically, I think I'm going to enjoy about, because me, I'm not strict on power like a lot of people are like a lot of people just yo power they fucked it up with ghost and i'm not looking at it that deep like if it's good television it's good it's just gonna be good television you know what i'm saying if it's not good television then i know if i fall out with it but in my opinion i'm still cool with power like i like the raising cane and i like the, uh book one i mean book two season one and the thing about season two i'm looking forward to is all the different storylines like I just talked about Dope Sick having so many storylines. I think uh, this season two is going to have a lot. And it's not going to be so much surrounded by Tariq. Like, you got the Tejada family, Mary J. Blige, her family. They got their whole thing going on with the son, Kane, and everything. Uh, Tariq, friend, his family with the congressman. Lorenz Tate, who, oddly enough, last name on the show is Tate. His pol- The politicians and the politics the city i think that's going to be a storyline tasha may pop back up she's in witness protection right now but she may pop up method man situation with his brother who's in jail who's played by red man i think that's going to have a good storyline as well so i think that's one thing i took from season one the premiere i mean season two premiere of book power book two sorry my getting tongue twisted is that it's going to be a lot of storylines, not going to be so much Tariq. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get it. Tariq is cold-blooded. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bridget be walking around with a straight face, not, you know what I'm saying, people not knowing he killed his dad, he killed Professor Jabari. You got that whole investigation going on as well, uh, Jabari. And I think the, the officials, authorities, they know the person is on campus. So I wonder if Tariq is going to try to, switch around phones or set somebody up to take the fall for him with that situation with Professor Jabari. The other professor, she's just messing around with Zeke. That's kind of weird, but you know what I'm saying? He a college dude, so he don't care. But, uh, yeah, Power Book 2, man. I'm interested to see how it's going to go. A lot of different storylines. I think a lot is left to be played out, man, in terms of, like I said, the investigation, Mary J. Blige, her family, Tejada family. They got a whole bunch of stuff going on as well. Kane, the older brother, he just out in the streets. He don't care. You know what I'm saying? I still think they're going to set him up in some way to be related to Kanan, 50 Cent, old character on power. That's just my theory, though. But I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, man, some other shows. I got a binge watch. Secession on HBO Max. Secession, I got to watch that. Oh, yeah, man, if you're on Hulu, please watch the Von Dutch docuseries it's about the clothing brand from back in the day von dutch like britney spears and paris hilton used to wear it fam that's a crazy <laughs> that's a crazy story man i'm only on episode one it's a crazy story i also gotta watch the janet jackson docu- uh, documentary about her and justin timberlake halftime performance man so i got a lot of stuff i gotta watch man a lot of stuff i'm still watching 
uh, watching Organized Crime, Law and Order, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, shows to watch. Dope Sick on Hulu, binge watch it. BMF on Stars, binge watch it. And man, just like I said, if you haven't already watched Power, man, it's a good show. Like I said, I wasn't watching it at the time where all everybody was getting mad at the season finale of the first Power, but book two, Book of Ghosts, season one, binge watching, season two, it just started yesterday, man. So a lot to watch, man. And of course, NBA back, college football, NFL. So plenty of stuff to watch this holiday season, man. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 147 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great week, a safe week, man. Stay safe this holiday season. Once again, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourselves. I'll catch y'all here the same time next week. Keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all.